Life Spring number 107. Hello. Long day. I'll tell you about it. Quickly. <laughs> hey, how's it going? This is Life Spring number 108, and I'm so glad you're here. Oh boy, what a day I had. Another one of those Mondays. What's that song? Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Well, I'm not really down today, but oh man. John Lennon said, Life is what happens while you're busy making other plans. Well, that happened to me today. <laughs> The lovely lady Leanne decided, oh, some time ago, that we needed to have um, ceiling fans installed in the boys' rooms upstairs and uh, in the family room downstairs. So we brought an electrician in today to install those things. <laughs> oh, I almost wish I'd have done it by myself. This is one of those guys that just drained every bit of energy out of you. Nice enough guy, but oh, man difficult to hang around. He had it in his mind that ceiling fans from a particular store, a big chain, that if I named, you'd probably know him right away. Well, he decided that if, if anything comes from that store, it can't be good. <laughs> so uh, we told him that we bought him there and he's, oh, that's not good. We, we, oh, this is going to be, this is never going to work. This is never going to work. And that happened on all three fans. And uh, well, I think he was here for a total of six or seven hours. Should have been, you know, maybe an hour per fan. Mm -hmm. Now, in the middle of that, in the midst of that, I was, you know, planning on having him come and just do it while I worked here in the office, getting the show together today and taking care of, of uh, you know, getting my show notes pages updated. Well, in the midst of that, I, I got up for a second to go help him put one of the fans up. And the electricity went off in the entire neighborhood. And I stupidly had not saved any of my work. I'd been working on doing some graphics for the fasttwitch.tv show notes page. I'd been working on it for a couple of hours. Poof, gone. <laughs> save your work while you're working. Don't wait for it to go out like that. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So that's all right. Hey, let's get into the show today. On today's live spring, I'm going to begin another mini series, a mini series on cults. And I'm going to tell you how you can win a brand new iPod Shuffle. Plus, we've got some great new music, starting with a guy by the name of Michael Popenhagen or Poppenhagen, Popenhagen. I'm not sure how he pronounces it, but this is called I'm Amazed. Really nice music. Enjoy. I see you in the sunrise. I see you in the stars. Hear the voice of our creation Sing of who you are And there's none like you There's none like you And I'm amazed by your love And your grace is all Bye. 
computer a hacker magnet it won't be anymore because earthlink is here to save the day with downloads faster than a speeding bullet and firewall that is more powerful than a locomotive it has an antivirus system that cleanses your pc with the click of a mouse it's a bird it's a plane it's earthlink Perfect internet from outer space that linked to Earth with powers and abilities far greater than those of normal high speed and prices so low that it will blow you out of this world. So make the right decision and turn to Earthlink as your internet provider. Well, hey, the lovely lady Leanne just walked in and brought me a piece of chocolate cake from my son's birthday cake. Thank you. You're welcome. You need to get up there in the microphone. You're welcome. How you doing? I'm tired. Yeah, well, it's a little bit late, but thank you for bringing that cake in. You're welcome. We went out the other night and celebrated my oldest boy, Matthew's birthday. We took him to a nice restaurant here in Southern California area. It's a chain. It's called P.F. Chang's. 
And I'll actually put some of the pictures up on the Flickr site. I was figuring you would. I'm going to do that. But um, you're a celebrity now. I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> In case you didn't know, the lovely Lady Leanne has her own show now called... Your Wedding, Your Way. And what's it all about? It's about weddings. Oh, okay. <laughs> Planning weddings and trying to make it easier for girls so they can get it done quick and easy. Very good. Yeah. We've already got some nice comments. We do? Yeah. Oh. Well, you've you've seen them. Yeah, a couple of them, yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know if new ones had come in or something. No, not today. Well, I've been busy trying to get this thing together, but with the electrician and the electricity <sighs> and everything else. Yeah, well, so. that was a little bit frustrating and trying and all that other stuff. Yeah, that's right. But uh, anyway, you, uh, you're you going to the Podcast Expo this week too, aren't you? I guess I am. Yeah, there's some wedding podcasters that are going to be getting together. Is that Saturday? Yep, I think it's Saturday. Good, because Friday I guess I'm working on windshields alone. Yeah, because I have to be there Friday too. I'm a windshield widow. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the cake. You're welcome. Good night. All right. Good night. Love you. Love you, too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So that was Tim and Earthlink, and uh, that was the lovely Lady Leanne, the love of my life. And uh, let's see. I need to talk about GoDaddy. Uh, I mentioned the FastTwitch.tv website that I was uh, uh, working on today when the electricity went out. Of course, I bought my uh, hosting from GoDaddy. And uh, I'm up to 26 domain names now with with Earth uh, with GoDaddy. So yeah, um, they're a sponsor of the show, but I've been using them since long before they were a sponsor of the LifeSpring Family podcast. So I'm very very pleased about that. So I don't know how I'm going to eat this cake and and do this show too, but uh, that's okay. All right. I've had several questions over the last few months about different belief systems or different religions or, dare I say it, cults. (laughs) What about this one or what about that one? Can a Christian belong to this group or that group? Well, listen, before I go on, I should probably define the word cult. Now, as I see it for the purposes of our discussion on this show, the word cult has two basic definitions. The first definition usually involves allegiance to one usually very charismatic individual. The cult is centered on him or her, and the cult's adherents or members are almost entirely controlled by this person. Various manipulative and mind-controlling tactics are used on the members, and they even cut them off from all outside associations, especially in the initial indoctrination stages. We're going to talk more about this as we get deeper into the series. Tonight I'm just going over, or today or this morning or this afternoon or whenever you're listening, I'm going to go over kind of a a, a 35,000 foot view. Imagine, you know, flying overhead at 35,000 feet and, and looking at the features below you. That's kind of what I'm going to do tonight. This is going to be a quick overview to kind of lay the foundation for the next few shows. So that's the first definition. It's something that's uh, uh, revolving around one really charismatic individual usually. Now, the second definition of a cult is broader. Under this umbrella are groups who often claim to be Christian, but their teachings depart a lot or greatly from orthodox teachings of the historic Christian church based upon the biblical text. These groups often deny or 
change the doctrines of the deity of Jesus, the Trinity, salvation by faith alone, and some other very basic but critically important teachings of the Bible. Sometimes you have to dig a little to find out how their teaching differs from Orthodox Christianity because they they seem to be saying all the right things. But this is really key. A closer look reveals that their definitions of terms such as salvation and even Christ are distorted. It's not a tomato-tomato type difference. It's a, a black and white or night and day type of difference. I'll talk about some of those differences in the series. Now, in this series, I'm going to talk about some of the well-known cults, such as Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, Scientology, Christian Science, the Unification Church, or otherwise known as Moonies. And I'm also going to discuss such groups as Baha'i, Buddhism, Islam, and others. Now, understand that in discussing so many different groups, I could take months to do that. But of course, I'm not going to do that. I'm only going to give a brief snapshot of each group, and I'll give some resources as we go along for additional study for those that want to go deeper. Now, here's some background on on me and, and why I'm somewhat qualified to do this. I've actually spent quite a lot of time studying a lot of different religious groups. As a teenager in the 60s, I was looking for direction, and I developed a curiosity about Buddhism, Hare Krishna, Transcendental Meditation, And in my 20s, after having been a Christian for a few years, I found a radio program called The Bible Answer Man, hosted by Dr. Walter Martin. He was an expert on the cults, and I became a loyal listener and student of Dr. Martin. He actually taught a Bible study um, at a church in Orange County, California, where I lived, and I attended many of his classes. He wrote a book that was called Kingdom of the Cults, which was and still is one of the authoritative books on the subject. And that book is still in my personal library. Now, being in Southern California, you don't have to go very far to find people involved in a great variety of cults. As a matter of fact, Scientology is is housed or is is based in in L.A. about, what, 45 miles or so from me right right now. Um, (laughs) Here in Southern California, we're known for our kooks, right? So there was a good reason for my interest in studying the beliefs of the more popular groups. Now, a few years ago, I taught a series of classes at my church on the cults. As a matter of fact, about two weeks before the 9-11 attacks, I taught a class on Islam. Now, before the 9-11 attacks, many people didn't really have Islam on their radar. They knew of the attacks on various earlier targets, like, you know, the coal, but they didn't really realize that Islam was so serious, that the threat from Islam was so serious. A lot of the people in the class that day just kind of smiled and nodded, thinking that I was exaggerating when I told them that Islam was the fastest-growing religion on the planet and that the goal of Islam was to have an entirely Islamic planet and that the Quran teaches that the sword is a totally acceptable way to deal with infidels or non-Muslims. Then the attacks came. Now, I'm going to go into more detail on the Muslim or Islamic religion on a later show. So, how do you know whether whether or not a group is a cult? Well, it's not hard to tell when you have a firm grasp on the truth. You know when bank tellers are being trained to detect counterfeit money? Do you know the first thing that that they're taught? The very first thing they study is real money. They hold it and they smell it. 
They become experts at knowing the details of the real thing. So that when a phony bill comes along, they can usually spot it easily. Now, with today's counterfeiting technology, the bad guys are getting better, but the first training is still the same. They get to know the original. Well, this works for cults, too. Get to know the Bible. Stay close to Jesus. Stay plugged into a Bible-believing community of Christians. Be sure there is accountability in the leadership. Know what historical Christianity teaches. Now, in a nutshell, here are the basics. First, the Bible is the authoritative, verbally inspired Word of God. It is, therefore, infallible in the original writings. Second, there is only one true God. He is perfect and almighty. He is one, and He is made up of three distinct and co-equal persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is the mystery of the Trinity. A weak parallel to this concept is to look at the way that you and I are made up of body, mind, and spirit. Three different things, but one person. All right, third, Jesus Christ is, is the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity. He left the glories of heaven to become a human being, born to a virgin. He lived a sinless, perfect life, and then took my sins and yours upon himself, and he died a sacrificial death. He was raised back to life on the third day, and is now at the right hand of the Father, acting as our mediator or our representative. He will return to the earth in a body that everyone will see as King of Kings, and he will judge every person, every person who has ever lived. All right, fourth, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the triune God or Trinity. He is our comforter. He gives us spiritual gifts. He lives in each believer, and he enables us to live lives that are pleasing to God. Fifth, Man is created in the image of God. Adam's sin brought the human race into a condition of separation from God. Every human suffers from a sin nature, and only a radical spiritual rebirth can restore your relationship to God. Sixth, the sacrificial death of Jesus makes a spiritual rebirth a possibility for each one of us. Jesus paid the entire price because of his love. That is called grace. I need only to believe. I can't do anything to deserve it or add to it. You and I are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, because of Jesus alone. Seventh, the Christian church is made up of believers in and followers of Jesus Christ and is the body and the bride of Christ. The purpose of the church is to worship God, to serve God, and to glorify God. We do this in many ways, some of which are prayer, praise, study of His Word, the Bible, and application of what we learn there and teaching those around us and even the entire world that this good news of God's love is available to each one if they'll only receive. Okay, so that was a very fast 35,000 foot view of what historical Christianity has taught since the very beginning. Any group 
that departs from one or more of these teachings must be classified as non-Christian. So, over the next few weeks, we'll look into some of the more popular groups. I hope you'll stay with me and that you'll participate in the discussion by way of email at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or the Lifespring Family Forum at lifespringpodcast.com or even better, and this is really what I prefer so that I can put you on the show, is voicemail. Call in a voicemail. The number is 206-350-CALL. Put that on your speed dial, 206-350-CALL. In the middle of 
Eric Vardaman with You Are There. All right, now speaking of the voicemail line, on the last Lifespring Weekend Music Show, number 33 I believe it was, I announced that I was going to be giving away a brand new iPod Shuffle. <laughs> well, here's the deal. As I've already said, I'm going to the Podcast Expo at the end of this week. I'll be in the Orange County Podcasters booth, I believe it's booth number 619, on Friday the 29th. From 11 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And I'll be there in the booth on Saturday the 30th at 1 p.m. Now I'm going to be doing, if everything comes together properly, a live show at that time. Now what I'd like to do is to answer some Ask Steve questions from you. You know the Ask Steve questions segments that we've done. Steve, what about this? What about that? You know, talking about, um, you know, different topics, um, (laughs) preferably religious. Um, Now, I'm only going to use questions that have been phoned in at 206-350-CALL. I'm not going to read emails. I'm only going to use the ones that have been called in. Okay, you have to call. Now, here's how you can win the brand new iPod Shuffle. I'm going to choose the best question that was phoned in, and that person will win the iPod. I will be the sole judge, and my decision will be final, and blah 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 all the rest of the obligatory disclaimers. Listen, don't be shy. When you call in, leave me your name and your email. Now, I'm not going to play that part on the show, but I'm going to need to know how to get in touch with you if you win. So... Phone in your question with your name and your email address. Don't be shy. Be creative. Think of some good questions. And you have to have it, by the way, you have to have it to me by midnight Pacific Daylight Time, September 28, 2006. Do that for me. You could be on the show. You'll be at the Podcast Expo. This music, by the way, that you're listening to right now, you're going to hear lots more of it. This is Greg Federico, new guy that I just, I, he's not that new, he's been around for a while, but I just discovered him, played him on the uh, the weekend show, uh, talked to him over the weekend on the phone. You're going to be hearing more of him on the show. Perfect music, though, for, for this next piece, and then we're going to be getting out of here. 
This was sent to me by a good friend, Steve Gray, who is a frequent contributor contributor to the LifeSpring Family Forum. Listen. The older I get, the more I enjoy Saturday mornings. Perhaps it's the quiet solitude that comes with being the first to rise, or maybe it's the unbounded joy of not having to be at work. Either way, the first hours of a Saturday morning are most enjoyable. A few weeks ago, I was shuffling towards the kitchen with a steaming cup of coffee in one hand and the morning paper in the other. What began as a typical Saturday morning turned into one of those lessons that life seems to hand you from time to time. Let me tell you about it. I turned up the volume on my radio in order to listen to a Saturday morning talk show. I heard an older-sounding chap with a golden voice. You know, the kind that sounded like he should be in broadcasting himself. He was talking about a thousand marbles to someone named Tom. I was intrigued and sat down to listen to what he had to say. Well, Tom, it sure sounds like you're busy with your job. I'm sure they pay you well, but it's a shame you have to be away from your home and your family so much. Hard to believe a young fellow should have to work 60 or 70 hours a week to make ends meet. Too bad you missed your daughter's dance recital. He continued. Let me tell you something, Tom, something that has helped me keep a good perspective on my own priorities. And that's when he began to tell the story of a thousand marbles. You see, he said, I sat down one day and did a little arithmetic. The average person lives about 75 years. I know some live more and some less, but on average, folks live about 75 years. Now then, I multiplied 75 times 52, and I came up with 3,900, which is the number of Saturdays that the average person has in their entire lifetime. Now stick with me, Tom. I'm getting to the important, getting to the important part. It took me until I was 55 years old to think about all this in any detail, he went on. And by that time, I had lived through over 2,800 Saturdays. I got to thinking that I, if I lived to be 75, I only had about a thousand of them left to enjoy. So I went to a toy store and I bought every single marble they had. I ended up having to visit three toy stores to round up 1,000 marbles. I took them home and put them inside of a large clear plastic container right here in my workshop next to the radio. Every Saturday since then, I've taken one marble out and thrown it away. I found that by watching the marbles diminish, I focused more on the really important things in life. There's nothing like watching your time here on this earth run out to help get your priorities straight. Now, let me tell you one last thing before I sign off with you and take my lovely wife out for breakfast. This morning, I took the very last marble out of the container. I figure if I make it until next Saturday, then God has blessed me with a little extra time to be with my loved ones. It was nice to talk with you, Tom. I hope you spend more time with your loved ones, and I hope to meet you again someday. Have a good morning. You know, you could have heard a pin drop when he finished. Even the show's moderator didn't have anything to say for a few moments. I guess he gave us all a lot to think about. I had planned to do some work that morning, then go to the gym. Instead, I went upstairs and woke my wife up with a kiss. Come on, honey, 
I'm taking you and the kids to breakfast. What brought this on? She asked with a smile. Oh, nothing special, I said. It has just been a long time since we spent a Saturday together with the kids. Hey, can we stop at a toy store while we're out? I need to buy some marbles. Well, that ought to make you think. If you're not in your 50s, you still got only a certain number of marbles. You don't want to lose them all. Thanks for being with me today. Hope you stick with me through the mini-series on cults. And if you're in the Ontario area this weekend, come see me at the Podcast Expo. Until then, until next time, this is Steve Webb. I'm your host, and this has been LifeSpring. Check out all the shows at LifeSpringPodcast.com. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight. <laughs>